Welcome to The Complete Angler, your source of information on the outdoor industry in central Canada. With over 35 years in the field, host Don Lamont covers topics and issues with industry leaders and influencers to bring you up to speed on what's happening in the outdoor world. And now, here's your host, Don Lamont. Our guest on today's show is one of the biggest tourism operators in Manitoba. The Jackson family has been in the aviation industry since 1972 when Bob Jackson purchased his first air service. Since son Sean got his commercial license in 1999, they have steadily expanded their properties. Sean now has 12 outposts and one main lodge on the east side of Lake Winnipeg. His aviation business, Adventure Air, is growing by leaps and bounds with 13 aircraft, including eight caravans. Located on the Winnipeg River at Lac de Bonnie, with an airstrip next door, it is a gateway to unbelievable fly-in fishing experiences. Hey, Sean, thanks for coming on the show. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. You're a tough guy to get a hold of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the time. We've been trying for about a month to get you on the on the Complete Angler podcast, but we finally got you, and great to have you. Great, great. Now, you've been a, a big uh, supporter of Hook Magazine. You've always uh, donated a trip when needed, and uh, we want to appreciate your latest, our 15th anniversary celebration. You donated a trip to one of your outpost camps for uh, three days for four people, and we, uh, Kevin and I really appreciate that. Thank you very much, Sean. Yeah, no problem. You're welcome. We've uh, had an incredible response to that as well. So uh, looking forward to it. We're going to have the draw here in uh, the 1st of May, and uh, we'll let you know who wins, and you'll be able to look after them. Absolutely. No, we'll make sure that they uh, they enjoy their trip. Well, the last few years has been a, an interesting experience for many of our operators in this province because of COVID and forest fires and so on. But with the border now opening and no regulations in place, are you seeing a, a fairly dramatic increase in your bookings this year, Sean? Uh, yeah, it seems seems like things are coming back sort of to uh, pre-COVID, I guess you'd say. I mean, it's uh, it's still a bit of a slow, slow return, I think. Um, but yeah, it definitely seems like uh, our American friends are, are coming back and excited to get back on their trips. I mean, it's been some of them are three, four years missed, right? So it's uh we're getting to see some of the people back again so it's it's looking good that way now you have also had some bad luck during covid we had a really bad forest fire season on the east side of lake winnipeg and you ended up losing some of your properties didn't you sean yeah that was something else that was uh that was really challenging and we did we lost two of our two of our uh main camps basically so that was definitely a game changer for us and uh but, you know, it could have been uh, could have been a lot worse. Uh, our forestry did an excellent job and they saved probably six other ones we had that were at risk. So we were very lucky there. Um, but, yeah, what a what a what a deal. I tell you, for, from flooding to uh, to burning, it was something else. We might get a bit of flooding this year, given the forecast right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's something else. So, yeah, we're looking forward to hopefully just getting back to a little bit of a norm and and, you know, just get back at it. No, have you replaced those outpost camps that you lost? Not as of yet. We haven't. It's just, you know, it's sort of a something you got to wrap your head around and make a plan to do that, especially nowadays with the uh, 
cost of everything and and even lack of lack of supplies even just to get things to do it you know so we're uh, it's definitely on our radar and um a couple of places i one you know like the one we lost like bradford for example it was uh one of our main places and a fantastic lake so i'd really like to see that one back again yeah that's a heck of a fishery now i've been lucky enough fortunate enough to be uh, to four your properties um and one of them you ended up selling harrop lake which your your dad Bob used to uh, enjoy, I understand. Yeah, yeah. So we sold that. Uh, this kind of got to a point where we just had uh, a little bit of too much going on, and uh, and uh, mom and dad were at the point where they wanted to uh, step back a little bit, and uh, so we 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 made that decision, and uh, it was sort of bittersweet, but uh, we still have plenty plenty on our plate, and uh, still lots to offer. So. Well, I want to get into a bit of the history of uh, your parents and, and how you built this empire. But first of all, I, I want to give people an idea of exactly uh, where you're located and where your outposts are and uh, what they can expect. So you fly people out of Lac de Bonnie, do you not, Sean? Adventure Air? Yeah, so our main base, we we operate, like you mentioned, the air service as well, Adventure Air. So that's our charter. So we operate out of, right out, out of the airport in Lac de Bonnie. Um, and then our camps are located basically all, all up the east side of Lake Winnipeg. So um, anywhere from 25 mile flight to 160 mile flight. So we're just basically up that whole east side of Lake Winnipeg. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we have multiple locations there. Now, you, you know, a lot of people, kind of the feedback we get when we offer a fly-in outpost camp is the majority of the people have never been to that kind of an experience so if i was to book a fly-in outpost experience with you sean what could i expect yeah good question so i think a lot has changed in the last you know 10 15 years with the experience out there um in the past you know uh, a fly-in outpost camp was a pretty rustic uh hardcore kind of trip you would want to go on but there there uh there's been lots of improvements they're very they're very comfortable now. So uh, we would fly up in one of our airplanes to the lake. We're the only camp on any of our lakes. So you get there, there's no other cabins there. So it's very remote. Um, you get a nice full service cabin. They all have hot and cold running water, showers. Some of them have indoor plumbing, some have outdoors still. Um, all your boats and motors are here, gas. So basically all you bring is your fishing gear, uh, your personal, personal clothing and stuff and your food. Other than that, everything is looked after for the outpost side of things. They're, they're very well furnished. And then we also have the full service packages too, like amphibian, which I believe you've been to, um, that are, you know, another step up where there's staff at the, at the site uh, that can do your meals and whatnot for you. So it's a little bit more of a full service package. And then, um, yeah, so we kind of offer the full, the full range. When I started doing the television show, everybody wanted to have me up on the American plan the first outpost camp I ever was at was with you, Sean. Uh, actually, I think we went in a big echo or it was Harrop. I can't remember, but it was one of those two. And mm -hmm. uh, it, it was a great experience. And this last summer, we went into with my family, the Little Sass. And one of the things I really appreciate, besides how great your, uh, your cabins are and your accommodation and your boats and re reliability and everything, is that you also offer a generator and... Um, uh, a satellite phone mm -hmm. which is which is important you know uh, i remember falling on a dock one time in outpost camp we didn't have a satellite phone i could have been seriously injured and uh so i i think that is definitely if i was to tell people if you go to an outpost camp 
uh, make sure you you bring along the satellite phone. And that's important. Now, in this case, it worked out really well because on the last day, we saw a flare-up uh, around the island. We were out fishing at Little Sass. And so I got on the phone to you guys at Adventure Air, and uh, they had an aircraft out within half an hour, and they got that put out. So that's another reason to certainly have a satellite phone, and it's a great service to offer. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Yeah. And, you know, it's when you think of an outpost camp, it's relatively inexpensive because you can accommodate from four to eight people. Is that would would be about the average, Sean? Yeah. So the camps are all our camps anyways, our smallest is can accommodate up to eight. But like you said, a group four to eight is sort of our average group, like lots of six. The groups are getting smaller i think it's just you know tougher to get the guys together and stuff like that but uh, yeah they're they'll all hold up to eight real comfortable uh, we have some larger ones like echo is a bit has a bit more room in there and then red willow for example we can hold 12 and amphibian can hold 16 so yeah it's uh but they'll all hold at least eight so nice and comfortable it's funny my favorite one was probably big echo it's a five minute float plane ride from your base <laughs> yeah and you know what same here it's a that's got a that place has a real spot in my heart too it's uh it's close. It's such a fantastic fishery and it's a beautiful spot too. Like the, the scenery around there is just unbelievable. And the quality of fish is, is, is just great. Yeah. I would say that's probably the only lakes in your outpost chain that has smallmouth in. Would that be correct? Yeah, you're right. Dad. Our artery lake lake is starting to produce some smallmouth bass the last few years too, for uh, some reason, but uh, yeah, Echo has got a, a great smallmouth fishery. Well, let's talk about what the, uh, if you fly in there, what you can expect. First of all, I'm going to tell you this, you're going to catch a lot of fish, no matter if you know what you're doing or don't know what you're doing. But I do recommend that you bring a, uh, a depth finder, portable depth finder with you, because uh, you're going to get a generator from uh, Sean for a small fee, and you're going to be able to charge your batteries and your cell phone so you can take lots of pictures, and you're going to catch a lot of fish. In fact, in Little Sask, uh, Sean, I... I brought my auto chart live on my Helix 5 and I auto charted the whole lake. And so by the end of three days, I pretty well had them figured out. And uh, it was just absolutely great fishing and and spectacular. And, you know, the nice thing about an outpost camp, Sean, is that especially with your family, you can pick your own time to go out. You can fish as hard as you want or as little as you want and just enjoy the time because the cabins and scenery, like you say, is outstanding. And you're the only cabin on the lake. So. It is really a fantastic experience. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the history of your family and how. Now, I was reading the, the background information you have on your website, uh, Jackson's Out, uh, Lodges and Outposts, and your dad, Bob, got his first uh, air service back in 1972, was in northern Manitoba? Yeah, he started up in Flintflon. Um, okay. Back in the day there. And so, yeah, so, yeah I've been... You're right. Around '72 was the when the air service sort of started, um, and then he's been he's been involved in it ever since. And then we, uh, I think we bought our first outpost camps in '89, I believe it was. And then right. from there, that was with a package of three. And then we've sort of just been acquiring them ever since, up to uh, around a dozen now. I guess we still have. And then the air service has grown um, a lot as well. We're running uh, 13 aircraft now, and that's a big, big part of our business. Yeah, and you got your commercial license and really got involved in the industry in 1999. Is that correct? That's right. That's sort of when we started there. And then shortly after that, we moved down to Lac de Bonnie and got the base here. And that was uh, really a 
big step for us and it's been it's been great well that's kind of a key move because it, it gives people that want to go to the outpost easy access it's not a far drive from winnipeg first of all to get to your air base and hop on a float plane or whatever and uh, get to your camp most of them i would say would probably be about an hour fly right is that correct yeah it's around with the caravans now it's a little, little shorter but uh, yeah anywhere between you know half hour to an hour and you're you're on site we talk a little bit about your air fleet because those uh, de Havilland turbo otters are incredible airplanes, aren't they? Yeah, so we still have the the turbo otters. They're they're like I say the backbone of the industry, I guess, from back in the day, and they're uh, you know retrofitted with the turbine engine now, so they're they're real reliable and they're just a just a workhorse. And then we still have the uh, we run the de Havilland Beaver as well, and then the caravans is really what's been taking over our fleet. We're running eight of them now, and. They're a real versatile airplane run on wheels and floats and, and amphibious floats. So we uh, they work really good for us. Those caravans are cool because uh, when we went into Little Sass, we flew in and landed on water. They came, picked us up, and then we ended up landing at the airstrip. <laughs> but you can also just fly the people right to Winnipeg if they want, right? Yeah, yeah, we do that as well. So, yeah, they're just a real uh, uh, great airplane. So what does uh, what does the future hold? Uh, no, you don't. That's not your only business. Don't you have? Do you have a hauling business as well, Sean? Yeah, we have a trucking company as well. So we're into a little bit of everything there. But uh, you know, the the lodge business is is definitely true to our heart. Um, you know, my wife Jessica has Eagles Nest, and that's a big part of our our family now too. So we're she uh, she runs that completely. So I'm helping her with that a bit. And so that's going to be taking up some of our time, and then. Uh, I say the air service just keeps growing and growing and it, it, there's so much going on in the north now that we uh that's definitely going to be a big part of our future and yeah we'll just keep on keep on trucking well glad you uh mentioned your wife jessica because i knew her when she was knee high to a grasshopper i got my start at eagle nest lodge which um which she manages and their family owns and it was it's a beautiful location as well and i i really enjoyed my my first three years in the industry at eagle nest and learned a lot and people don't understand how beautiful that country is up the Winnipeg River. It's so rugged, so remote. I mean, people get a little, little intimidated by the water and the number of rocks there. But if you take your time, it's certainly a worthwhile adventure. So that's yeah. uh, that's it's, great. Uh, real nice into our operation too. Like we like you see our we have the outpost obviously, and then we have amphibian, but then Eagle Nest side of it there that that really fits in for the. Uh, the full full service packages in the corporate market like we do you know it's a it's just it is a fantastic place so it gives us a we can basically offer uh we have everything to offer no matter what you're looking for when it comes to service so you said you had eight caravans yeah we're running up we have up to eight now yeah holy smokes <laughs> that's a lot of airplanes so when do you find time for recreation sean well, I don't get the fish if you're asking that question. <laughs> well, I knew that. Uh, uh, every time I show up at uh, your air base there, you're always uh, organizing, loading, flying. You don't do as much flying as you used to, though, do you? No, mostly office stuff now. I still get out a little bit there. But, yeah, it's just, uh, like I say, it's busy times there. And my uh, I do get out a little tiny bit here and there to, to uh, enjoy some wilderness. But, yeah, I don't get the fish like I used to. And I just... Really enjoy seeing other people have a good good time and, and enjoy it, and that's that's really the, uh, what makes me happy. So, so what do you see in the future of um, the industry? I, you know, I think during COVID, 
there was a lot more people in this province that were willing to branch out a little bit and, and do a little more adventure. And I would I would think that you probably saw the well, I mean, mostly the Americans who can come here, but you must have really seen a lot of more people from Manitoba uh, enjoying an outpost experience. Yeah, there's definitely a shift. Um, what I noticed lots was like, I guess everyone from being cooped up so much, you saw that need to, to get out. Um, and obviously we're selling a fishing package, but it's really, there's really so much more than that because it's about getting out there. Like you say, with the family, it's not all about being a hardcore fisherman. You know, like I see mm -hmm. more and more, even groups of guys that are, that are doing these trips and, you know, out of the eight guys, two of them might be fishermen and the other guys haven't even put a hook in the water in their life. And they're just about getting out there and enjoying, you know, with the friends and the, and the good time. And then, and they love it. And I see that even at the lodges, um, you know, with the corporate groups, you get a lot of the people have never experienced something like they're not fishermen, but they, they want to do it again because they, they've never even realized that experience was out there. So yeah, definitely, uh, Definitely our Manitoba market has, has really um, increased since COVID and it's good to see that people are getting out enjoying it. Well, I think uh, during COVID, a lot of the flight, our drive-to operations also really benefited because it was an easy no-brainer for people to get out. And and then I think that, you know, like you say, I think it translated over there. They're more willing to try that outpost experience, which it, it really is something special. And if I recommend it, if you've never done that and you're listening to this podcast, if you've never been to an outpost, it really is a fantastic experience. And like you said, Sean, it's not the rough and tumble, you know, way it was, you know, for example, little Sask, we had a nice hot shower in our cabin. You got, it's a beautiful cabin, comfortable beds. You got a full kitchen, you got a propane, you can make your um, shore lunch right on the deck or just down on the shore. And you got a barbecue that's brand new. And, you know, we just had such a, a great family time. You know, we, we didn't have to rush out early in the morning to go fishing. We could have a leisurely breakfast, go out for two hours, catch a million fish, come in, have a shore lunch, spend three hours, go out for three hours in the afternoon, and then go for a couple hours in the evening. And in the meantime, enjoy yourself. Like you say, it's, it's an incredible experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, is there anything you wanted to add? I mean, you've uh, you've seen it all. Okay, here's a question for you. So you've you've seen it all, and how long you've been flying? Ninety nine and outposts. So you kind of seen it all. When people arrive to get on their airplane to go into a uh, into an outpost, th this was really funny because I, I remember this back in 2015 when I was going into Harrop Lake. There was all these Americans. And they had all their fishing rods and everything were all over the place. They even still had hooks on their rods. And the Canadians are even worse than that because they have no idea, right? If you've never been to a fly-in. So what, what are some tips? If you're going to take a fly-in trip for three or four days, how should you prepare? How should you pack? Yeah, good question. So I think the biggest thing is, I mean, especially if you've never done it before, you're, you're always, you're, uh, I guess don't know what to expect of you out there. So most guys are bringing way too much stuff. Like, you know, yourself, you've been there. The, the cabins are stocked, fully stocked when it comes to cooking stuff, uh, you know, barbecues, deep fryers, all that good stuff. But uh, you uh, you just see, <laughs> you see everyone bringing just so much stuff uh, and they can cut back on that. Like even, the, even your tackle, like uh, you, you don't need those 
you know, hundred pound tackle bags there to go enjoy some good fishing in those lakes. So it's really about just planning your planning what you're really going to need there. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone doesn't have to have a whole hockey bag full of full of gear. You know, you're trying to fit on one airplane, so it's that's what we notice. It just seems like guys are bringing, and they know they they get there, and because I'm even I've done it myself, you get there, and you only use that quarter of what you brought, so you can really cut down. That's so that would be a big help. Yeah, no, that's a big thing. And if you have a rod case too, it really helps, you know, pack your equipment, have a real case, a rod case. Uh, it's It makes it very efficient. The other thing that's come along, Sean, is the lithium battery. Mm-hmm. You know, when I brought in my Helix 5, I had a, just a small heli- um, uh, lithium battery and, you know, charge it at the end of every day at the, uh, your portable generator and you're where you go. And it'll last the whole trip and it's as light as can be. Pack uh you know, pack a pillow, pack a sleeping bag and minimum of clothes, a rain jacket and pants and uh, minimum of tackle, a few jigs, a few spoons, a few crankbaits, a couple rods per person and uh, knock yourself out. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, um, appreciate you finally coming on the show and I hope you have a fantastic season and make sure you say hi to Jessica for me and all the folks at Eagle Nest. It will do. It will do. Thanks a lot for having me. Thanks, Sean. Great. Thanks for tuning in. Visit hookedmagazine.com to subscribe to The Complete Angler and never miss an episode.